When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road. Recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. What's going on? Williams and Bloom on a Wednesday morning. Just a different vibe to the Sunday it night. Is, it, it is. Drinking the coffee, coffee instead of the uh, instead of the whiskey, instead of the Cody Road. Could Although Bloom may have Cody Road in there. Could technically cup. put that in here. I want to remind everybody, if you're just listening on the Cyclone Fanatic podcast feed, we are doing a lot of these shows now are going to be put on YouTube as well from this beautiful studio we have, courtesy of our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart. If you look around on it, you'll see uh, this incredible furniture. We even have an NBA Jam machine from our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart, Bloom. People... Agreed with me that it needs to be golden tea and not big buck hunter for the second one. <laughs> well, I gotta I gotta call up our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and see what they have. <laughs> I, I would even settle for silver. Bloom's strike. wife works there, so she should be able to get get in the inventory. See what we got down there. Get in the employee Clyde. discount. Just an incredible uh, process. It was super easy. Yeah. Go uh, see him at the fair. Well, yeah, you could do that. Go. Your wife will be there, yep. right? Crystal yep. Bloom will be there. Happy birthday to Crystal, by the way. Belated. She here on the on yep. the podcast, but no, it was super easy. We, I don't think people realize sometimes how like they just deliver it and they set it all up for you. And I didn't really have to do anything. And they will deliver from Omaha too. Yeah, like oh, you yeah. can get furniture. It's, it's I know phenomenal. It's, yeah, it's super easy but process. Easy. But if you look around here in our studio on YouTube, uh, all of this courtesy of our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart. We are presented on Wednesdays as always by our friends at MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. Shout out to them. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for them. They had the idea for Williams and Bloom Sunday. Here we are, Williams and Bloom Wednesday, and we appreciate them. I'm going up to their social on yeah. Friday night. Are you going to come? Or are you going to join me? Go hang I, out with the MacDyne crew? I think I might. Yeah. So much fun. I, it's, How the great is a company when you want to go to their social and you don't even work for them? Well, we're work, we're working on that. Yeah, you know, maybe angling someday, Clover. <laughs> someday you, you hear us? He told me though he wouldn't just hire me. He's going to make me go through no, that you gotta whole go through personality. The, you got to fit the organization. I don't you know. Fit the cult. I don't know if I you don't make it. Fit many cultures. <laughs> yeah, that's I fact. really don't. Like that's I am, don't try and put me in a box, dude. Like I, I'm probably going to fail. I'm glad you're doing what you're doing because I'm not sure else you would what you would do. <laughs> that's what I've told people. I don't even know what else I could be good at. Like I suck at everything else I've ever tried. Like, look at me. I'm a pathetic individual. Definitely not professional golf. Welcome to Williams and Bloom Wednesday. Uh, a lot calmer 
show than it was oh my gosh. what a week a week ago the wednesday show was frantic you had the gambling situation that had just broken you had ongoing realignment where that has settled today we get to look at some blowout basketball box scores from the bahamas and the bit of the aftermath of realignment it finally what feels like it's like the thunderstorm rolled it's like the derage show rolled through <laughs> and then it's you're, you're looking around like my couch right, cushion still power here. Power lines yeah, down is there. That one here. Where, yeah. where are we at? All right, What's so next? I got some hail damage over <laughs> yeah, here. We got no power. Yeah, but we're alive. Our pets' heads are falling uh, off. That was about uh, three years ago. Derecho. Yeah, it was because it was uh, twenty, and I remember sitting in your house because you had a generator, so you actually had power. Nobody else did, so we had a little bit of air conditioning. And we did the show from my basement that one day. We did. We had, we, we had a because I didn't have working. power, and you did. And we we really couldn't communicate with the outside world because all the cell phone towers were down. If you remember that, like my wife had to go to work and I couldn't even talk to her because we had no Internet and no cell phone and no air conditioning. And I remember there's there's this epic picture of me and Elise and Cameron. Elise and I don't have shirts on. She's just in her diaper, and Cameron is wearing like a bathing suit. And you look like you got hit by a truck. Yeah, and I'm, I'm because this drinking. was the big. This was in the middle of COVID when they just canceled the Big Ten. They just can't. We thought that the whole season was getting blown up, and then thus maybe all of college uh, sports. Man, and now look at us. <laughs> Things have really calmed down. Yeah, yeah. Really, uh, I look about ten years older. <laughs> okay, let's. Should we start with basketball? Let's start with basketball. Because I feel yeah. like that's more relevant to the Iowa State crowd. So they're yeah. playing in the Bahamas. I didn't even realize this. It snuck up on me. The women are in Italy. Yeah. I don't believe they have played yet. They have not. I think okay. their first game is tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that for, for all of you as well. That'll be really interesting to see how rotations are playing out with that young of a team. I feel like with basketball, we have a decent idea of who will be in the rotation now i do think that we're learning just a little bit about this team though from the scores that we've seen i do want to preface you cannot take too much from this okay no this is if you're one of those fans and we appreciate you fanatics so much for being fanatical but i wouldn't be hanging on every box score here and think that's how it's going to look when big 12 play rolls around i think there's a lot of um, you know, let's use a guy like Omaha Blue. Yeah, and I think he's the one who's received the most attention because he has not started a game yet. Well, and the way I look at it is super young, talented post guy going up against, for the first time, 23-year-olds. Mm -hmm. That's hard. That was hard enough for Monte Morris to do with DeAndre Kane. That's the one example we always go back to. Physically, Omaha wasn't there for a lot of the summer because he was in Colorado with USA Basketball. Great yeah. experience. And then he went overseas. Then he went overseas. And he's just physically not there yet. And you're asking him to go up against Trey King, Robert Jones, and Hassan Ward, who I've been told is has just had a monster offseason. Probably going to start at the five. Yes, as of right now. For Iowa State. Mm-hmm. That's a tough task for young Omaha. So this is a this is he will be better off for this. But don't overact overreact is what I'm saying too. When you look at his box score, yeah. I mean, I think the 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 good thing is you look at these box scores and it, it, 
don't read too much in, but it's clear Iowa State has some options. The the most important thing I think you look at is you've got people who are putting the ball in the basket at eight or nine different spots. So the leading scorer through two games has been Curtis Jones, the least heralded of the three recruits. There's some talk within the program. He may be their leading scorer, and he may even come off the bench. I mean, I think you, you can't look at who's starting and who's not. Honestly, if you ask me right now, I don't think Omaha will start as of today. There's a long time to go, though, until November 7th. Correct. When Iowa State a lot plays. of time in the weight room. Yeah. A lot of... Yeah. And, and it's and for Omaha, he's a, he is an absolute first-round talent. There's no question. You got it, College basketball's hard. Like, you're not playing against Roosevelt anymore. You're not playing against uh, Norwalk. Could I add, too, that there's a reason why some of these top-end programs... Like, Scott Drew's not filling out his roster with Omaha Blues now like he used to. We... The, Ran the numbers last year. There were three true freshmen that started in the Big Twelve. Three total. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It you takes a unique uh, person to do that because not only physically, and especially I don't think, in the post. Yeah, and and Omaha, I think physically will be okay. It's the game moves really fast. There's a lot going on. I mean, you're not just talking about running and dunking anymore. Rotations defensively, running the offense, being in the right spot, and I I don't think we realize how good Trey King could be this year, which is, which is, is not a shot at Omaha. Him and Trey play a lot of the same position. I mean, if if you're asking me right now, who's going to start Trey or or Omaha, it's Trey. Mm -hmm. Trey's going to be 24 years old in October. Mm -hmm. He's a grown man. Mm -hmm. He knows what he's doing. He's been in the system now for over two years and he's going to be a really nice player. I think Omaha and Trey could play together for sure. But if you're going to ask me who's in the post to start game one, it's it's Hassan well, just and Trey King bodies yeah. next to one another, and, and Omaha will be fine. Like, He's going to be a huge impact guy on this. I team. think the, the concern I have is, or if it's in November and December, and he's not getting thirty five minutes a game, will people, you know, look at Omaha and go, "What's wrong with Omaha?" I don't don't do that because it's it's hard at this level. He will get there. He will be a first round pick, but you got to give him time to grow. And I think Iowa State has the luxury, which is great of working him into the system, of working him into the rotation. So I expect Omaha's role to look a lot different in March than it does in November. He'll get there. He's got all the physical tools. He's making shots. Like He has been really good offensively too, but you just got to give him a chance to catch up physically but mentally as well to this level. Not many people can't. I think he'll get there. But it's also a great thing. I mean, you look at Iowa State's in the box scores. Mm-hmm. I mean, Curtis Jones has been great. Keyshawn Gilbert has been as advertised. Taman Lipsy uh, has had a, an amazing summer. I think I don't think we realize how good Taman Lipsy could be. C Dub. I think that's an ongoing story that uh, we'll get more play as we get closer to November. Hassan Ward's been good, and then Pavletsky has done his job. Um, you just he led got- the team and assist. Right. In the second game, which and, was good to see. And Momchilovich continues to shoot the heck out of the ball. He's going to be a phenomenal player. So this is a good thing. The fact that Omaha doesn't have to be the guy is a phenomenal thing for Iowa State Yeah, basketball. you don't want to have to rely on that. No, no, not at all. I mean, last year, I'm telling you guys, this team is so much more skilled than it was the last two years. Get your tickets now. Now, I know the non-conference schedule is not sexy, but this, is, this team is going to be... This team is going to be super fun to watch. Do you uh, do you get a little happy pants thinking about the non-conference though? 
No, think about it. Like, like this is the, the ske- I don't. I can't. Those name are my like, favorite games when it's like, who uh, are these I'm guys? Wa- well, I'm watching these guys and I'm watching the coaches mess with the rotation. What's going That's on in his do. head? Yeah, I, I love that aspect yeah. of it. We don't really get that with football much because there's generally not a lot of blowout games with Iowa State football in the past. But when we have, it's a blast to watch the SEMO game and be like, oh. You know, yeah, I forgot about Jason or Essex. L- Louisiana or, Monroe, and you get to see Real Mitchell go out. Don't right. you guys love that? I love I, I that do. as a geek. Like, I want to see these these back end rotations and these. You know, yeah. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna try Jones at the point here for five minutes and see how it's right. Like, the, I love it. The first three games are Lind. Or, excuse me. The first four games are Green Bay, Lindenwood, which Lindenwood realized they were D one, Idaho State, and Grambling State. Nice, so, Eddie Robinson. <laughs> Shout out to him. So I think uh, I think four and zero is very likely to we, start. We did learn yesterday the first Orlando game is against VCU. Yes, yes, and, and I don't know enough about them right now. What's well, the Hassan Ward game? Can I just get ready for football and then we'll work on that? Yeah, we'll work on that. And yeah. then the uh, but just so people know that is on Thanksgiving Day. In Orlando. Fun. T- we did that. Remember we did that tournament? I'm going back. Are you going? I got the bullpen nod, yeah. That's be back there this kids, year. Or are you just going solo? Uh, I don't know. I haven't got that far yet. Probably solo, I would think. I might, I might try and go to that. Come on down. I, I can't be on the radio, but. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm doing those games. So it's, who do they have after VCU? Yeah, so just bring that. Then the, they get the winner, or the hopefully winner, of Boise State, Virginia Tech. Some Coachy Stacy will be down there. Coachy Stacy will be down there. Oh my gosh! But friend we're of the, friend we're, of the program. We're figuring that out beforehand. We're not. Oh, yeah. We're not getting to Thanksgiving. Friend yet. of the program, Larry Stacy. <laughs> Shout out to our buddy Brent, who's the biggest I, Larry Stacy fan in the world. I got a note from my guy Joe, who is a manager under Stacy, and he goes, "I'm skeptical. Larry's not good with technology." And he goes, "Listening to podcasts? Question mark." On email, question mark. So I was like, I I don't know. In defense, whoever this person claiming to be Larry Stacey is, is not a great emailer. I mean, it it would be like my dad sending me an email via his phone. A lot of emoticons. A lot of emojis. Emojis, Yeah. I think he's talked to text some. (laughs) You can pick that up. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. I, uh, I told Larry in my last one to him, I go, Sir, you don't know what this means to us. You're you're one of our heroes, man. We better not fail the people now. We've come too far. Boise State and the, the fighting Larry Eustaches. <laughs> All right, some other notes I took. So, yeah, I wanted to talk about Curtis Jones. We've been yeah. telling premium subscribers for months now that this guy's been lighting it up in practice. Eight of 12 from three in the first game. Yep. Um, Those are Lucas Steiger numbers. Another guy, this is what I always liked about this pickup is he really wanted to come here. The curse. Yeah. yeah. He like, he wasn't Didn't even go entertaining else. going anywhere nope. else. He wanted to be a cyclone. In your world with the NIL, like that's, it's kind of rare these days for these transfers. And I just, I've learned enough over the years doing this is you've got to have a mix of like the high end talents, like the Omaha's and you've got to have the guys who really want to, the, the culture types that's totally overused, but that's how I would consider Jones from what I know about him. Yep. And from what I understand, he's just worked his ass off and he's, they thought he was good. He's been better than they thought he was going to be. 
and that's that's a huge. I think they went three for three on transfers this year. I don't uh, think there's a dud early return. Yeah, are great. I don't think there's a dud, and all will play. I think two will start now. The question is, you know, Jones could come off the bench. Pavletsky is probably your sixth man right now, although getting way early. Um, but yes, all three have hit. And the great thing is, I think it doesn't get talked about enough of Curtis. He's listed as a senior. He does have another year. Yes. So he's got that extra year. He and he will not be an NBA guy. No. So yeah, he will more than likely be here two years. And you, you know, you he's. Not a small guy. He's kind of slender, but he's six four, six five. So he he can he'll be able to get his shot in the Big Twelve. I think the concern would be, like if if you stack up Jones and Gilbert, Gilbert comes from the Mountain West, which was uh, a lot better conference analytically than the MAC where Jones came from. So you would think the the growth needed from the MAC to the Big Twelve is different than the Mountain West to the Big Twelve, but. Curtis seems to be fine just watching him play. It's not like it's going to be a huge physical adjustment for him. And he'll have a lot of space because that's the great thing with Lipsy ability to penetrate. Jackson Pavletsky has been a great playmaker in practice, even getting some, some Gilbert Momchilovich guys from the high post, the floor will be open. And if somebody can make a shot, Curtis Jones is going to be that guy. Then it just makes the offense a lot more dangerous and he's going to have plenty of opportunities we talked about a couple months ago who will lead this team in scoring. I think it's I think he might be your your favorite right now. Jones? Even off the bench. Really? Yeah, I do. Now, Gilbert's right there. That's it's probably a I'd say Momchilovich has a chance too. He's been that good. Um and then Trey King. So this is what I'm saying. Like Trey there King, are real you've quick. got you've got guys. Jones led him in the first game. King had fourteen to lead him in the second. So, so we gotta get used to this as a fan base. Curtis we got to come up with a name for Curtis. I, I've heard Cujo because we got Bob Jones. Yeah, still. we have Big Rob Energy still. And, and yeah. just if we say Jones, we're going to have to get a little more clear here. I want to do a thing with Big Rob Energy. There was an old WWE guy, Rob Van Dam, and he would go R V D, and he he like he had this like hand motion. I want to do a thing with Big Rob Energy where he flexes and he goes big. Rob, energy. He'd probably do it for free. Or or I know a guy. <laughs> Let's pay him. I'll pay him. <laughs> I'll slip him 100 Let's. <laughs> you don't have to slip it. It's totally legal. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to some of our great sponsors here on Williams and Bloom Wednesday. Uh, specifically, our friends at Kelderman Manufacturing. The Kelderman Corn Reel is the original down core reel that was in very, invented by the great Gary Kelderman back in 1977. I did some investigating on this because I know some of our farmer friends up in northern Iowa have had a lot of wind here lately. You probably know some of them. Blake, yeah, so. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, they bend all the spokes in their reel so it works in standing corn. That's the difference. They've got mounts. For damn near every combine head that has ever been made. And if they don't have it, they will make it for you. These are great cyclones down in Oskaloosa. My main man, Jeff and Mark, these guys farm themselves. So they test their own products. If you are in the market for that, remember our friends at Kelderman Manufacturing in Oskaloosa. Check them out at Kelderman.com. Also, Gravitate Co-working. What are you doing still working from home? I mean, I get it sometimes. But man, don't you need human interaction i do 
at least. I've learned that over the last couple yeah. of years for me. Check out our friends at Gravitate Coworking. They've got multiple places in the metro. Even up there in Jefferson, they've got the, I, we believe it's the first rural co-working area in, in the state of Iowa. Gravitatecoworking.com. Appreciate their sponsorship here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Yeah, you, you mentioned Kishan Gilbert. He had 12, a couple games. Uh, Taman Lipsy in double figures a couple of times. Listen, I don't know what else to take from these box yeah, scores. T- so today will be, they play again today. This is Wednesday afternoon if you're, Okay, yeah, uh, we're recording this at about 9 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday. And it's the Puerto Rico national team, although it's not the George Condit team because they just played the, actually the USA Select team, which was cool. But this will be their best test. Condit. Like, yeah, God, he's gotten a lot better. He's gotten a lot better. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Big George. God, I wish we could have had that guy. Well, he's it's been he was, fun. He was fine for Iowa State, but he looks like he's gotten a lot better. He and he was getting shout outs of like, oh my god, this guy can play. Yeah. So I good wouldn't be him. surprised if he ends up in I mean, maybe somebody will give him a look in a camp. I hope so. For up. him. He's a great guy. I always liked his dad Dad's a lot. That's great. Yeah. yeah, big George. I still keep up with his dad on, on social media, which is cool. Yeah, I'm really rooting for George. We're Team George here. So yeah. it's neat. So Tyrese was playing Condit in uh on FS one the other day in that that uh, USA basketball game. Tyrese is one of the most electric basketball players in the world. We got to admit it, right? Like, he's... Yeah, he really is. He's basically like a weird, lanky version of Steve Nash at this point. That's not bad. Like, I hadn't gone there, no, but that's not bad. Guy could sh- I mean, honestly, if Tyrese... And I, I that's don't not mean bad, this, I Thank you. I'm one of the 20 NBA fans in Iowa. If Tyrese's shot looked more normal, he'd get... I think he'd have more respect if that's a weird thing to say. No, it goes in. Yeah, but it just kind of looks still funky. And honestly, I think it hurts him from a like people think, oh, that that guy. But no, he is. If you look at his numbers, he had one of the best statistical seasons for a point guard ever last year. He's incredible. Yeah, and he he is a mega star in the making. Like his smile, the way he conducts himself, all that stuff matters. When it comes to your brand, yeah, people want to be around him. Products are going to want to be associated with him. We've got a gym of an Iowa State alum here. Yeah, he's going to be the starter on the USA basketball yeah. team. Think about that. Well, that's when it hit me the other night. Yeah, watching that, I, I was like, thing. "Holy crap!" Like you Tyrese forget. is like the main. He's the guy. He's the guy on the team now. And if you go to Team USA's highlights on Twitter, he's involved in like every one of them. And it. It's like, oh, he's not just the best player on the Indiana Pacers. The crazy thing is, yeah, because he, <laughs> right, like you know? it's different. Yeah. It's a different, that's USA different... still carries that cachet. Yeah. He went from, he was hanging out with Niang and Naz and uh, uh, Jaron Holmes at the Niang golf outing at Ames Country Club. And then 10 days later, he's playing for USA on TV. I'm like, what's, what? what's, what's going, going on? on with Jaron? I saw him there and I, I thought that was cool. That he was fitting in with those guys because I always put him in that ilk as far as the personality goes. Awesome. And I think it's that's what's it's it's legit. Like those guys all have that connection. Well, they have the connection to TJ and Micah. Mm-hmm. And that's really what Michael Byers, which kind of binds them all together. But I think Jaron is figuring out where he wants to go. Okay. He can stay here and play in the G League next year, or go make a little bit more more, more money overseas. And that's the Go make your money. Matt Thomas is kind of going through the same thing of do I stay if I stay then I can potentially make an NBA and then get paid or if I go overseas I could 
Matt Thomas could get seven figures overseas. That's what, and there's no income tax. So it's and like, they pay for cars and they pay for yeah. I, it's such so a tough deal. It's, but it's living overseas isn't for everybody. No. So I, and I, and a lot of times if you're straight out of college like Jaron, you might say, hey, I want to give it a shot first to see if. And I, is Jaron Holmes an NBA guy? I, I, I don't think I so. I don't think so. But Let's go make your money if he can go make money somewhere. But he's been around a little bit. He was in Vegas working out with some teams and uh, one of my favorite people, Jaron Holmes. Love him. All right, let's get into a few other topics. We'll pick up the uh, – we'll, we'll go through the rummage here when it comes to realignment. Good week for the Big 12, obviously. Um, there has been a lot of confusion as far as what I said on the podcast on Sunday night regarding shares, and I'm, I'm not backtracking on, on any of it. I do believe that the Big 12 schools are all going to make – so I had a really good phone call with Dave Smoke, who covers Baylor yeah. 365, yeah, and we were we were trying to figure this out together, and we discovered that all of our sources were saying the same thing. There was just a lot of nuance in it. The number that had been thrown out, Bloom, is 31.7. Brett McMurphy threw that number okay. out, and he's not wrong. Yeah, it's a Here's pretty, where it got confusing. pretty specific number. That is the average annual take-home television number for these schools throughout the entire deal. What we have learned is that the Big 12 schools will all take home less in the first few years than okay. they would have had they not, because they're, it's on an escalator. So, yes, the shares are diluted early on in this thing, and then it will you know, keep getting higher and exceed it. Um, so if you're, lo- if you're into that, I, th- I don't think most fans care. But if you're into that, that number will be lower for a few years because of the expansion Makes to six, 16. But that number doesn't include the playoffs. Well, let's say that doesn't include the NCAA tournament. NCAA it doesn't tournament, include, all that That's stuff. an extra 15 to 20. Yes. But again, more. Smokey and I were kind of working the story together because we... What, are, what is it with fans that like they pin like media people against each other? It's like, well, so Smokey said this on his show, and William said this, and the, oh, they must hate really? each other. So uh, then we, 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 you know, we just called each yes. other, and like we, oh, actually, our sources are saying the same thing. It's just there's like nuance here. Oh, shocking! There's nuance in the world. There's a little gray area here. Wow, no such thing. So that's where that ended up. Uh, we were both right. It's just again that thirty-one point seven. McMurphy wasn't wrong. But that will not be what they make I, in the first couple of years of this deal. I still, what is it though, about fan bases that care with that? And I, I know why. Yeah. What do you? But have you ever looked in? Like, do you know what the Vikings salary cap number one. is? I have no idea. Like, I like, know, what is it? I don't understand either. Why what is like, the? I don't uh, know what the St. Louis Cardinals payroll is. Yeah, like, I think they're in the middle. I don't know. Pujols needs a max contract. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! I know they don't have that in baseball, but you know what I mean. Like I just, maybe that happens. Like, and we're we're in the weeds here. Maybe I'm a bad fan because I think that like the Braves are absolutely fleecing Ozzy Albies and Ronald Acuna right now. They are. And like I'm like <laughs> yes, this is great. We have we have payroll flexibility. This is awesome. That's how that's how I look at it. But yeah, I've never been like man. I wonder what the take home deal is with the if the Vikings sold beer in their stadium, <laughs> right. they would get an extra million dollars a year. It's so weird how. College, it, it is one, now. I, I would say the difference is 
because there's no revenue share. Yes, I get it. Like and there's it no does, draft. There's no draft. Yeah. Like exactly. There's there is no salary cap, so money does matter, unfortunately, in college sports, <sighs> and it's just getting redirected now to the players. So yes, at the end of the day, what you make in a media contract does filter down to your success if done appropriately. However, however, you still have schools like Nebraska that pay Scott Frost $20 million to go away. Correct. I mean, we need to limit the number of scholarships, not drastically, but cut like seven of them off, seven or eight. And then that's going to greatly funnel some of these players from the Big Ten and the SEC. That's an interesting idea. Now, they 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 want to play. These guys want to play. The SEC and the Big Ten won't do that, though. So here's Well, if they're having to pay all these guys, maybe they will. I mean, how greedy are they? Greed is a crazy drug. Do you want to know how you fix college sports? You ready? Yeah. Number one, the one thing that would fix college sports before anything else, uh, not a salary cap, not anything, is the transfer portal. Like if 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 you start enforcing the transfer portal more, I was having a good chat. Like real rules? Like real rules. Like you get one transfer and you're done. That cleans up a lot of things really fast. Because why has NIL gotten out of control is because free agency. it's free agency every yeah. single year. And the COVID year hasn't helped that it, either. So it, we're getting rid of that. So I think I think the blame actually is misplaced by college administrators on NIL. When if you would fix the portal, a lot of that's you're right. Then people want to go play and it, it fixes itself. If I know that I can't just hop, I can't my agent and these guys, a lot of these guys have agents now. Mm hmm. My agent can't shop me around every summer. Mm-hmm. Your your value it doesn't it doesn't keep going up. I mean, what we're seeing now is values aren't haven't dropped. So the problem is with that, and I don't disagree with you. I think that would do a lot. But then the players, if they ever unionize, would say, "Well, why can coaches move around?" And that and that I, and that's therein lies the difficulty yeah, here. That's where it gets tough. So if so, the player that what's going to happen is the players are going to have to decide. Either maybe and right now they get the best of both worlds and I'm I'm for it. Okay, as long for too long it was all it was stacked against stacked them. against them. Yeah. So it's like okay, yes, but but we're learning now. You can't have nil and the portal at the same time. It just it, it is not functional the way this current system is. It says it says a guy who's in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, but if you do the portal, if you fix the portal and you and they enforce the portal, you can only get the one transfer or maybe the twice if you graduate, then the numbers come down almost immediately because you're not having to keep promising more and more and more to keep these players. And it's not happening at Iowa State, but a lot of places, these guys will just go on the portal just to get more from their current team. They don't have any intention of transferring, but it's a way to keep raising the bar. It'd be like like if you're in the NFL and every year you could go go to free agency. That's mm-hmm. that's what it is. Yeah. So you got to stop that somehow. And the closer we get to the NFL model, the more there has to be some regulation. Exactly. And so if if these guys want to get and with I, coaches I, too, like yeah. it, you don't see NFL coaches just like you don't see Kevin O'Connell of the Vikings being like, oh, I'm going to parlay this into getting the Patriots job. Like they don't do that once you have, have a contract. Yeah. And yeah. they have to, and they're not stacked against the schools. They're not stacked against the teams like contracts in college football are like, it's totally in favor of the coaches yep. and it has to be for these athletic directors to be able to get them. Yep. And I, that's why the, the first thing that needs to be fixed, it's not necessarily NIL. It's the, the portal would solve a lot of these issues. And I, I in my opinion, 
it's easy to point out for the administrators, oh, you know, this money for the student athletes is ruining our system. It's not that. It's it's this free for all that you guys allowed mm-hmm. that created this system. If you fix the portal, I think everything regulates eventually, and that's why I hope they start enforcing the portal policies. And I think you'll see NIL still be a part of it, but you're not going to have these crazy escalations and bidding teams against each other. You'll still have a little bit of it, but it's, it'd be a lot more manageable. Presented as always by Mech Dine, Williamson Bloom Wednesday. We'll wrap things up here. But, on a but until then, we'll gloomy keep, Wednesday. keep selling beer, coffee, vodka. Yeah, you had coffee come out today? Yeah, we got a vodka coming out tomorrow. Is Iowa State the first coffee NIL? I think we are. We invented cold brew NIL coffee. Yes. That's coming out here in a couple weeks. Freaking love it. Yeah, it's actually awesome. Awesome story. Great people at Northern Vessel down so in Des Moines. So when will that like be in like grocery stores or? Working on that, but the, it'll be available online for everybody. Oh, okay. So it's not just yeah, So anybody can get it anywhere. Nationwide. That's, that's cool. It's because it's not like liquor where. Nope. Yeah. So you can buy a, get a six pack of this We Will Cold Brew for 20 bucks and we'll cool. ship it everywhere. I'll absolutely buy some of that. So I, I th- I'm working on the exact date, but it'll be sometime here in the next What's few weeks. What's going on with me? Because, like, you know how I used to drink, like, three pots of coffee a day? I'm not drinking. I like the cold brew type really? stuff more okay. now. Well, we'll I don't know you. what the hell is happening to me. I mean, it's like my taste buds have changed. You drink, like, eight of those Celsiuses. Celsius. Yeah. Celsius. Daddy needs a little more high octane. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How much is in one of those things? Caffeine? Yeah. Two, 300 milligrams. What's the What's a cup of coffee? Just depends on what kind of yeah. coffee it is, I think. I don't know. 100? Right, just like, not as much as those. Those things will, will get you going. ACC is reportedly talking to Cal and Stanford, and and I couldn't help. Bloom, oh my but gosh, what a mess! These these Oregon softball players were upset that they were joining the Big Ten because they don't want to be going to Rutgers. Imagine if you're a like a Stanford um, swimmer or a Stanford softball player or what, and you're a rower. You know, you could have gone to an Ivy League school, you could, but you wanted to compete in like the best, really the best athletic department in the country is Stanford when you factor in all the Olympic sports and all that. And now they're like, hey, okay, you're, you're getting this world-class education that's really hard and but you've got to travel. Like the closest place for you to travel is outside of those three those Pac-12 four. schools, yeah. this Lincoln, Nebraska. That's crazy. I mean... Have you ever flown charter to the West Coast? It uh, takes a long-ass time, depending on the type of plane you Yeah, and they, they probably, even those Olympic sports, don't do charters. I know. And that, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're probably not even getting that. This is getting crazy. ACC talking to Cal and Stanford. It just doesn't, you, you are, I understand what they're doing. It doesn't, it's not going to work. It won't no. work. You can't have two, it just doesn't. It doesn't add up. Did it's you see some for of the, the... The ACC schools are fine. They just do one road trip. You can't have your entire season on the other coast. No. That doesn't... Functionally, it doesn't work. It just doesn't. And it, and it's... You can get away with it for football. That's the only sport. But you can't... Anything else, it doesn't fit. You know, at one point, Chris, what do we... Here's the other thing I was thinking about. Why don't we just remove football... From Absolutely. the equation, you're exactly right. Let's just right. like 
Let's just remove football. Football is going to be its own entity, and then we'll have regional conferences for everything else. Yes, it needs to happen. Like that's, it's got to the point where like this has been the tipping point of this doesn't make sense anymore. We football is on. But how do you get there? Like how how do you get there? It it has to be Sankey, and it's got to be the the big three or four commissioners and just say, guys, what are we doing? And fix it. And just say, we are creating what they need to do, and it'd be great for everybody, is they need to create what is essentially a professional college football league, okay? Not managed by the NCAA. They create their own rules, their own NIL. How does Title IX fit con- with that? It, it, like, uh, this would be my only question. I don't know. Because I don't know. I think I, and, they're still technically participating with universities and it's a federal law. How and, does that work? And this is where it's got it. So the, honestly, the federal government has to step in as well. And everyone's got to agree. All right, guys, we are removing we are removing college football from higher education. Now, so you literally have minor league teams on these campuses. I think that's the only way yeah. you're going to that that'll make it work in the long run. Do they have to go to class? I don't know. I mean, the way you're describing not. it to me, I would say they don't have to go. To no, class. I don't. I, they are football players the, the, representing like they're football clubs representing these universities. I, I think that's probably the it's weird to say. And at first you're like, no, that doesn't make sense. But it's the only way you're going to get around all of these regulations and keep things somewhat coherent and just take basketball and all the Olympic sports on your own. The NCAA governs those. I like this merger of the Pac-12, Mountain West, and American that got floated around. Yeah, I mean, See, that would make sense. It's like football. Football is carries all the weight, and yet it impacts literally twenty percent of the student athletes at these schools. Like we we are we are lost. We have lost the plot over football, and I know why we've lost it because that's where the money is, but. I think this is the reassessment everybody needs. The the question is just like COVID when the derecho blew through three years ago, nobody stepped up and said, this is dumb, fix it. They all went on their own factions. And until these groups come together, it's going to continue to go down this strange path where Stanford and Cal could be playing Miami. Here's a, here's the deal. The, the bowl games now are screwed. Because the Pac-12 is gone, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. What are they don't have like games? so they're actually discussing. This is per Brett McMurphy, the Action Network, where some of these bowl games may have like two Big Twelve teams or two Big Ten teams <laughs> that didn't play during the regular season. I oh can fix gosh. bowl games for everybody. Do you want me to? It's this simple. Why don't they listen to this podcast? I can fix bowl games okay, for you. Let's go. So you have your playoff. Yep. Bowl games where the sponsorship money is nil. Love so the it. players are getting paid to play in bowl games and put rivalries together. If Iowa State and Nebraska are both bowl eligible and put them together. If love that. Put these we've already killed off all these rivalries. The conferences o- don't matter anymore. Oklahoma and Nebraska can play in a bowl game. We don't need these stupid ties anymore. Make it a draft for bowl games. Right? Okay, the We've got our playoff games. The first pick in the draft is the Chick-fil-A Bowl. You get your your They can pick whoever they want. I like that. The the sponsorship money, a good chunk of it goes to the players and we need to cr- think about how much more ratings these things would get too. If these bowl games are 
the NCAA tournament kind of is doing this now. You know, mm -hmm. they'll put sexy matchups up against each other. No, screw it. If Florida and Florida State are both free agents, didn't make the playoffs, play them in a freaking bowl game. That's a great. Uh, this this wins. I've been telling Pollard what? for ten yeah. years to get me on a committee. I would fix college football. The I'm not yet on. Now a you're never going to get all these uh, suit coats to agree to this. Because yeah, because it takes they, their power away. Exactly, and then they can't travel around the country. I'm not going to shut up about this. I've been thinking long and hard about this for 48 hours. Well, yeah, you're, so you'll have 16 teams in the, or excuse me, 12 teams in the playoff. Yes, we should have 16, but we'll have 12. And you know, you know, what I think you do. Okay, this here we go. Depending on what money your, depending on what your payout is to the for the sponsorship. So let's say you're uh, Chick Fil A and you really want to spend the most, then you get the first pick of the the two teams. And then if Insight.com, I'm just is, is second, they get the next pick. Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Like you, I like this. I'm not dumb as I look. Because honestly, who cares about well, and like you're the still conference matchups You will still anymore. have opt-outs. That will yeah. not go away. Whatever these sponsorships are paying is not going to... If you know a guy's projected to be a top five pick, he's still probably going to opt out. But you will have fewer of them. And it makes too much sense to use the millions that these sponsors are paying just to give it the And it's just like it... You know, fans will care more. Like Fans mm -hmm. are going to be more willing to travel if you're playing a rival. Mm -hmm. Right? Put Iowa and Iowa State up against each other in a bowl game. We'll have a rematch this September. God, can you imagine the interest in that? You could, and I, lo I love the idea of a draft. Yeah. It's like, and we're all watching. We're all watching. Like, where are we going? It's a six hour thing. It's the thing. NCAA tournament. Yes. But with, yeah. Okay. I'm looking at you, college administrators. Just listen to me. I'll fix your sport for you. Get the portal figured out. Very humble. The bowl games. Yeah. Very humble. Well, we, we did solve realignment, so. Uh, last thing, we will be in Storm Lake a week from today for our Cyclone Fanatic. We will golf outing slash roadshow. You do not have to play golf to attend the roadshow that night. I am still working on confirmation from Storm Lake. I'm assuming we'll start at around 7 -ish. For the program. For the program. Yeah. Golf will start at 12. We already have a lot of teams. We're going to have a full field. For that, I'm I knew so pumped. That, I knew that these Western Iowa rooms you guys would are the show best. Up, man. There's still room, so we have I think 26 teams. We have room for 36, so it's gonna be a blast. I'm gonna I have the most, check that check that uh, weather forecast. I'm gonna have sure the most good. mass on my team. You got, you Colin got Newell and Jeff Woody are on my team. We're gonna be you out. doing yeah. push-ups. I gotta figure every. out who I got. I got Jay, and I gotta figure out who else is on our team. I'm I'm still. Speaking of free agents, I'm I'm looking for one free agent right now. I don't think we're I need to get an actual golfer. I mean, I've never played with Newell or Woody, but I can't I, imagine they're scratched. So Woody Woody claims to be a pretty good golfer. Well, I'll he be talks, the judge of that. He talks the talk. Woody and uh, Mahoney doing their new show. Kicking it is what Kicking they called it. it. Get it? Because Mahoney was a kicker. Yeah. Speaking of football, fall camp's going great. Okay, just putting that out there. See, now I already have Bloom people pissed at me. I know. Okay, I'm just because you're hyping up the I'm offensive just, line. I, I'm not hyping up the offensive line. My point was people were mad at me. They were really mad at me too. I'm like, guys, I'm sorry. What do you like, want us to say, people? I'm just what, what I will be honest and is and I'm looking at the camera. 
the, the staff is excited about the first five days of camp. Can I just say that? Yeah, it's great. Well, Should I mean, they not be excited? I don't know. Would they tell yeah. me if they're not excited? I don't know. You know what, though? Um, I think there's reason to. I think that I think there's a lot of relief that this gambling stuff's getting out there and they can just move on. I, 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 totally I think agree. that's a very real thing. And, and truthfully, if you aren't excited this time of year, yeah, then, then what's you're, the you're just a curmudgeon. Yeah, that's just you're just a curmudgeon. Speaking of that, Rob Gray will be on the podcast with me tomorrow. We're going to oh. talk about Rob's return to Psych One Fanatic and cover some Psych One football topics. How about that? Love it. Huge addition. Title Nine this week as well. Go back and listen to the ladies, Jeff and Grant, have recorded. And then we also have a wrestling podcast coming up where Ben and Jacqueline are going to break down what all this realignment means for the sport of wrestling, which is interesting. really interesting. Yeah, I mean, about you, that. you had the Arizona schools, right? Like it, the Big 12 has made a shift when it comes to being a wrestling conference. So they're going to break that down all coming up this week here on the Cyclone Fanatic podcast network. Thanks to our friends at Mechdyne for sponsoring. We are in the wild Rose casino studios here in Ankeny. Bloom and I will be back on Sunday night for you guys. We appreciate you watching on YouTube and listening wherever you download your podcasts.